What's up, y'all? Hi. What's going on, y'all? It is a very rainy afternoon in Southwest Atlanta. Jesus, it really is. <laughs> like fall, like fall is here for real. Yeah, out of nowhere too. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like it was hot a second ago. Like I actually had on shorts, and now I have on a rain suit. <laughs> 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 like, what the hell is going on? I know. The only plans Mike and I made today was to go see the Joker. Yeah, I have to get up on that. Yeah. I can't believe I've actually gone this long and haven't seen it. I almost feel a type of way about it. At this point, it is out of total obligation, though, because people won't stop talking about it. So now you feel misinformed and he's like, let me just go find Let out. me just form my own goddamn opinion. <laughs> I don't trust any of you people. <laughs> of people. I will say this is perfect Joker weather. It like, is very good gray, Joker weather. It is very good Joker raininess. weather. Mm-hmm. It looks like the movie. Great. So yeah, I'm like, okay. excited. Okay, you're in for a treat. All right, I'm excited. I'm ready. But you know what? I mean, I've already paid witness to one good character study today. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I would say this new Grip album. It's really fucking good. I'm from the home of the free nick, cast him up. Nigga put on the mask and rob to get in his ass a job. We don't need dress shirt and slacks to earn. Plenty dress to burn, banking on your baby mama tax return. Probably snatch up in Impala for a couple dollars. Hood scholars that never relied on college. This is the shit they learned from the streets and applied the knowledge. My only advice is hide your wallet. Uh-huh. Niggas want all the smoke. Hydroponics. It really is. It I have zero is. expectations when I hit play. But I was pleasant, like like Ebro apparently, yeah. as Yo showed me. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I, showed, I did not know this was a thing. I showed Christina, Christina the IG post that Ebro made a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. where he talks about how Snub Nose is the best album you never heard. Right. He's like, I don't even know who this kid is. So <laughs> I think that's very accurate, though. Yeah, I feel like that's a great way of like citing. I found this thing, and I don't know who made it. No, absolutely. I think I'm going to steal. I'm gonna rain on Ebro's parade. Oh wow! So, to your point about having no expectations, like I didn't have any expectations of this album either, which also like I think it added to my enjoyment of the album mm. because I was like, let me just see what this is about, and then sure. I just pressed play casually, and it was like, oh shit! See that the element of surprise was like that's a cool feeling. I don't know how often we get that these days. Yeah, like yeah. we just play something for the first time and it be. Something incredible, like impressive. yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very impressive. Like on a certain kind of level, it hasn't happened for me. It hasn't happened in a while. So, had you listened to his music before, Job? Because I'm only hip to grip through Yo. Like, had you? No, I hadn't heard any of his okay. music before. Okay, none of this shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I haven't heard it at all. But the day I listened to it, okay, I sent it out to like people that I fuck with. Who I'm like, it's like, one of those. Yeah, it's one friends. of those. Yeah, like, hey, Aww. listen to this. Like, like this is crazy. Yeah. And one of the people that I did send it to was Ebro, and Ebro's response to me was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I've already heard of this kid, and I'm gonna put his shit on Apple Music. And I was like, okay, that's dope. Wow! Uh, but then I influence. was like, but then when he put the Instagram post up, I was like, did Ebro really know? Did I tell Ebro about this? And he's, <laughs> did you, did and you he, put Did you put Ebro on? Yeah, I feel oh, like the guy. I, I feel like it, it was. It was literally that the day he. It was the day after I hit him about that that he put the thing up there. And I was looking at Ebro that's like, well, listen, Ebro, since you are a journalist, you know a thing hmm. or two about citations. So let me go ahead. <laughs> so let me go ahead and do one. So yeah, like I said, I'd only heard a group through Yo. Like last year, I curated a um, Sound of Atlanta feature for The Guardian. It was like um, I could have curated all twenty songs by myself, but basically, like The Guardian was just looking for songs that represent the future of music in Atlanta. But I wanted to get people involved. I wanted people with a wider range of tastes, people who know better than I do. So I hit up Yo. 
and yo put me on some maintaining which is off a porch yes Grip's yeah. first project that shit is so fucking good but it also didn't sound like Atlanta at all even though he's talking easy. about listening to all cast right. and stuff like I, I had was, a jerry curl instantly <laughs> like and, and, and like I was in an Impala in Compton. Like, in shit, Compton. Was cra- shit was crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. he's from here, you yeah. know. And East that Atlanta was, specifically, Yeah, right? East Atlanta specifically, yeah. And I think that's what grabbed me about his music, about Porch, was the storytelling didn't necessarily feel rooted here, but, like, all the imagery, all the locations, all of the, just the, the feel of what he was describing, you could see in Atlanta. And I, I feel the same way about Step Notes. Like, it feels like an Atlanta album, but also very universal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the thing that's dope about it is that, um, you know, I think Atlanta's had, like, a lot of storytellers. Facts. But I don't remember anybody really pressing the issue this hard with, with the street shit. Yeah, like, like... Not just the trap shit as far as just selling dope. Because I feel like... I wouldn't describe Grip as trap. Yeah, like, no, nah, because not. he because he talks in the very end about how like there's like everything trap going on, which I think right. kind of signifies that he doesn't feel like part of that sound. Like it's not that. It's, it's kind of like post trap. Post trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you think about like ten years of trap music, mm-hmm. there's a point where the subject matter and themes of trap we explore them differently like exploring this album through the perspective of a gun and the perspective of the guys wielding the guns it shows the same street angle but it also gives you like a sense of power and paranoia Mm -hmm. from both sides like the power dynamics here are extreme every song is pretty extreme like he doesn't make it lighthearted. he doesn't make it uh anything that's like tongue-in-cheek like it's pretty intense all the way through but it's not like heavy you know mm-hmm. you know like it's enjoyable all the way through i was uh i was writing earlier about how the ending of the album where the kids find the gun right. and then the body drops like you're not surprised that the gun goes off but it's still jarring to hear that i was i was shocked how taken aback i was by that because i was enjoying it so much and then I guess I wasn't surprised. I saw what was getting ready to happen. Right, they it builds into the up room, into it. Right, you know they're talking about oh this, is, you know it, it, you want to see what my uncle's gun is and oh damn like it's shiny and all this. And in my mind I'm saying no, nah, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, mm-hmm. don't do it. And then when the body drops, I'm like fuck. Yeah, like nah. I think I said out loud yeah. fuck, and I was like wow, like it's damn. a bang. And then the body and drops. The body drops. A lot of times you don't hear the. I think the body yeah. drop sound made it like took the all the more real real yes. yeah because yeah. a lot of times you hear gunshots in rap songs right. and you don't necessarily feel the other end of the gunshot and yeah. like hear someone collapse to the floor with like that shit hurt me for a minute i no, was like that's a damn bro like true i think we're um in an asian hip-hop where um the gun is being used as like a sound effect kind of oh. like a kind of like a drop and i've been thinking about that a lot in this time where we're trying to reckon with America's own right to bear arms and things like that. Like, how immune are we to this particular sound? Um, and then I was contrasting that with, this is gonna sound way off base, but uh, the first time that Mike and I saw Chance the Rapper live, I think it was very shortly after like a like a public shooting or something like that, but he had like these fireworks and shit that was just like boom, boom, up mm-hmm. here in Lakewood Amphitheater. 
And like at that point, I think that's when Mike decided that he didn't like the show. Right. Like <laughs> you enough know, is not, enough. not just because of Chance the Rapper and how corny that dude tends to be, but also just because like in this day and age, like those sound effects can feel very visceral. But like and as far as like hip hop, it's like we're so immune to it. But um, but we don't always hear the body drop, as you're saying. Yeah. So like it's more so used as like an effect than anything else. Um, I just thought that was really interesting because of how he was like re- grip is like really kind of doubling down on how I think like a gun can or like possession of a gun can really sort of transform a person like for better or for worse. Mm. Yes. Um, not not just a person, yeah. but like a situation, mm-hmm. like any, situ- any situation where a gun is involved, right. like there's a sense of danger. Right. And that's what I like about the song Tech. Yeah, man. I was just getting ready to say like Tech. That's a hell of a. He he explains like the mindset of a guy who, it's not necessarily like a good kid or a bad kid. He just he came from certain circumstances and dealing with those circumstances, he got roped in with some guys. Mm-hmm. You're out of the club. His intentions was always just to have a good time, but now someone steps on your shoe, and you with your boys. Yeah, and he he articulates that. If I was by myself and this happened, I'd probably would just let it go. But I'm with my boys and I'm not no punk. Right. So now we still on them. Yeah. You know, that's how they react to these things. But what he doesn't know is that the guy he's jumping on is going to go to the car right. and, and, get wait, a and wait for you to get out and shoot up the parking lot. And the most interesting part about that is that that story is told from the perspective of the person without the gun. Yes. So yeah. we're not just talking about like, you know, if you're in, if you look at Snub Nose and you think this is about you know some maniac who's just running around wantonly shooting people it's like no like mm-hmm. the people who get shot are often i mean we're not I'm, i wouldn't call the person in that particular story an innocent bystander nah but mm-hmm. clearly some innocent bystanders are going to get shot i mean yeah. the, the way he ends the story is not like he's going to wait he didn't say like they didn't story didn't end where the guy gets the tech and he's waiting for the guy to come out uh-uh. he said i'm going to wet up the parking, parking lot Yep. Everyone gets shot now. Like mm-hmm. yeah, this one person's reaction to something as small as, as a, a drink, sh- yeah, gets seven, eight people shot now, and that's what happens. Yeah, and that's le- legit what happens. Like that's a real ass thing, and that's just a one minute of a song. That's the intro and of the album, <laughs> right. an album right. that takes different scenarios. Like there's some songs with the guns perspective. There's some songs from Grip's perspective. Wait, like we have to talk about the guns perspective. Yeah, because I don't think I was prepared for that necessarily. Even I didn't look at the track list to be fair because okay. there is a song that says snub says right mm-hmm. yeah but yeah like when i first heard the voice change i was like oh that's interesting there's like some alter ego shit going on and mm-hmm. then you listen closer and you're like oh, oh. this is interesting he's going there yeah and it's not like a stick either like it like when you look at the gun that's pictured on the album like that's some shit that you'll see in like 80s movies now or For like sure. you know like that's not the shit that the kids are pulling up to with the music video shoots these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. seriously when, no yeah yeah when these mass shootings right. are happening and when like these, like you said the kids are in the music videos no one is holding a snub nose they're holding a shit as big as this microphone <laughs> like yeah it, you know like see right. well grip told me that the snub nose was the first gun he found when he was six years old that mm. belonged to his uncle so he wanted to use that and the person is like, hey, I want to see my uncle's gun. That's his actual nephew. So it's supposed to kind of capture this sense of cycles. Like, right. I found my uncle's gun. I have a gun now. My nephew's going to find my find gun. My gun yeah, like, that's a, another reason why he wanted to use a stub nose because it's a revolver. And, like, the revolving cycles of gun violence 
is that they just continue. Oh, Every, so that's what big groups articulating. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to find. Yeah, 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 you yeah, see yeah. that? Y'all cats want to go in circles and do the same thing over and over. What is the revolver? How you coming up when you fall for the trap? Got the dope game fucked off. Now you trying to murk rap. True success comes from work. Fuck understand and know that. Ain't now niggas serving dubs gonna get rich off one pack. And that part too, like while we're at that, like the fact that this album is everything it is, but he still took the time to like put a big rube yeah. on an album like this. Listen. Like and not and not on the intro either. You no, know, yeah, like, not on the intro. Yeah. Kind of you know. cuffs him in there. A couple it's big it's more in. big rube song than it is his. Yeah. At that point. And it's like I when it comes to like checking off boxes of of if you're trying to make a classic album, you need to check off certain boxes in certain kind of ways. Coming out of Atlanta. Coming out of Atlanta. And I feel yeah. like that is one of those things that if you want to be uh, looked at in a certain kind of way artistically in Atlanta, I feel like you need to acknowledge Big Rube in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of history in this album. You know, just like Atlanta callbacks, like the I think Snuff Speaks starts with like uh, a refrain from uh, oh, self therapy. Oh, self therapy. Self therapy. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Starts mm-hmm. with there. You have the uh, that T I line. I'm from Bankhead. I'll take, take your cookies. cookies. Yep. He uses that. Mm-hmm. Like there's these these just these little moments that call back to Atlanta history that lets you know he's very self aware of the kind of album he's making. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. heard anybody say Panola Road on a record in a, in, I don't even remember. I can't That's remember. very true. <laughs> if we were to go back on Genius Now, <laughs> yeah. it'd probably be all the way back in like 2003 or yeah, something. Yeah, probably. Like so it's real. probably been a decade. Facts. But like, mm-hmm. when he said, I was like, oh shit. Like, he's right. really. The world building is real dope on yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he lets you kind of, even if you, even if like to your point about it not necessarily quote unquote sounding like what people would think an Atlanta album mm-hmm. would sound like or what that kind of storytelling would sound like. Mm-hmm. But um he paints the picture pretty pretty vivid. Yeah. And I think is. that to even to your point about the the snub nose on the cover, like it looks like like an eighties Tarantino flick or some type Facts. of like crime ca- crime flick or some cop flick. Like right. yeah. I would put that on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it in, does my, in my movie that. theater, <laughs> like it looks it like, does a, like movie a movie poster. poster. Yeah. It has a movie poster type of feel to it. Yeah, and it, they just nailed it all the way around the board, yeah. as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Like, I think that's the sort of weapon you have where it's like you know it's like not for show. Like I don't want to like name any rappers, mm. but I've been in studios before where people have had sticks out like they were fucking binkies or something. And I say that because like they're always like under twenty, and yeah. like they're just kind of like leaning against the wall, like oh so casually, like. You know that that's something they just carried in like their designer backpack, and I always thought of that visual as like so jarring because it was like you wanted me to see this, right? right. Clearly, yeah, um, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. all about like image as opposed to actually being about that life. But I really liked the not liked, but I was very struck by the choice of that because it's like that kind of speaks to, I guess, the realism that you hear in the music. It, it kind of yeah. feels like, um when you hear like certain trap music and people are like warning, like you don't want to do this life. It's like, like, okay, now I know you're really about it because Mm -hmm. if you aren't trying to glamorize that shit, that means you've seen some shit. Yeah. I think it takes, it takes some of the cartoonishness off of the situation where it's not, you know, it's, it's not an exaggeration. It's not an overcompensation for what the story is. Like this is, this is more of like, um, it's like, I don't know, like everyday man's, 
yeah <laughs> like is, it's, you know like it's a blue collar type of album as opposed to mm-hmm. uh something superstarish or something that's supposed to be like hey look at me i'm showy and all of this type of thing well, we were talking about like Batman earlier. Well, kind of with like the Joker, but I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this. So you have the world where Wayne Enterprises exists, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna equate that to when he's talking about like Ludacris, like throwing bows, like Outkast coming yeah, big. Yeah, that um, got a reference too, you right? Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Freaknik, as far as like this image of Atlanta being played out. But I think the way that Grip juxtaposes that with his world, it's like he's sort of saying like this is sort of like the seedy underground from which like all the villains are coming up. Because you know it's like Penguin's like a sewer man. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really liked that contrast because it's like you're seeing like all the glitz and the glam on the fun and the excitement. Even though Freaknik had like real life consequences, it was just like it was interesting to see that contrast as well because you're having these really familiar references but it also feels like you're being introduced to a completely different side of Atlanta that to which you might not, not have been exposed before. Well, and, and to that point, like, you know, Atlanta has, you know, the strip clubs and fire lemon pepper wings and <laughs> big booty girls and all of that cool shit but like, if, for people that are, live here or anyone that just been casually paying attention to Atlanta like there's a lot of crime in the city there's a lot of shit that goes on here you get killed in Atlanta there there was just an article a couple months ago um I think it was over by uh Pine City Market and there was an article about somebody who gotten killed and there were people responding uh on Twitter responding to it you know the article because I guess it painted the Pine City Market as a dangerous place, or well, not a dangerous place, but like a place where shit might can happen. Oh. And all the people responding to it were like, obviously, like gentrifiers, and they're like, "It's not like that." It's like, but the hood is like right behind. Oh my god! Like everything where Pond City Market is located it is is where the hood was. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. I think I feel like this album kind of it feels like a reminder of the other the real shit too. Yeah, the other side of Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, not just the popular pop culture uh, hub, you know, not mm. just the black excellence side of Atlanta, but like, like people the, have to live this experience. Yeah, like the little corners where things are intense and people are trying to survive. Like, uh, what's that record? Pressed, where he talks mm-hmm. about like you know pressure bus pipes, but also like pressure bus pistols. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Point pressed. Where, but yeah, yeah that's the like, thing I liked about it. Like, it wasn't pressure. The song wasn't called yeah, pressure, pressure. It was pressed. called pressed. Like, yeah, I was like, okay. You know, it's it's like soulful. It's uplifting. But like, there's this always undercurrent that things won't work out. And like, what happens when things are that bad? You know, uh, I think Donald Glover in the series Atlanta Robin season specifically points out that. In December, around Christmas and New Year's, it's, it's like different. a period where you could get robbed. Yeah, because it's it's, it's hot, mm-hmm. and that's it's very factual. That's not uh, a situation that he made up. That's not fiction. Yeah, like you come out here in December, November, January, it's hot. And it'll be kids mm-hmm. too. Yeah, right. What it's a thing? It's hot. Gas stations, banks, your car, mm-hmm. hot. So like just that energy, cause it's like the album to me, I love the production because it's like, it's hard and it's dark and it's like, how would I put it? There's a lot of like pressure mm. in the way these like 
the 808s hit and the the mm-hmm. bass lines, you know. Mm-hmm. You never forget that you're kind of like in this space where anything can go wrong. That's why like the thing that happened with the kids, like I wasn't surprised because like the whole album, it's just been gunshots. Yeah, it, we're leading up to that. Yeah, I think there's six, six gunshots mm-hmm. throughout the whole album to represent the six bullets and the snub nose. Yeah, I, I learned that. I got a chance to hang out with Grip the other night yeah. with, the, uh, with the friend who shall remain nameless. <laughs> but um, uh, when he said that, I, it fucked me up because I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize it. I didn't even peep that that was what was going on. It's cool because, like Christina said, the gunshot has kind of became an effect, a texture. But on an album like this, every time you hear it, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. It represents another bullet being shot out of the actual gun. It's intentional. Yep, and with that last shot being the, the, kid. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah, final yeah. bullet. I thought the intro did a good job too of, well, let me go back, because you talked about the production. Uh, two IS, from what I understand, he did a vast majority of this album with the exception of maybe like Four, I think you told me four. I'm glad records, somebody asked because the credits don't say shit. Yeah, no, I asked yeah, him. I got no credits. I asked him. Well, I know. I I recognize when I went back and listened to Porch, I realized that you know Two I Guess was featured on that album as well. So I understand, and then I think he executive produced Snub Nose as well. So I figured he had a lot to do with it. But I was telling Grip that I liked the fact that he is like a one producer, one rapper type of. I just believe in that at least like early on. Yeah. When you're coming out the box, establishing yourself, like find someone who can give you a style of record that you need to get your shit off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, at least before you can articulate to different producers, like this is exactly what I'm going. This for. is what it there is. should I be mean, at least one person that sees the vision. And is, yeah, there should be a standard. It. I can tell yeah. you what a Jay Z record sounds like. If you just played me a beat, I could tell you that you know I could tell you what a Meek Mill beat sounds like. Or right. right. Like, I, these artists all have pretty specific identities about. Oh, this sounds like Future. This sounds like mm-hmm. you know they help whoever. you build that identity. Yeah, help you build that identity. Gotcha. And like I like that foundational thing that they have going on. Like I hope that continues. Yeah, it does have an identity. Mm-hmm. This sound has an identity, and it helps with the album's narrative because it's not a linear story. Like these are just little vignettes of things that happen in proximity of a snub nose right. but the cohesive sound really helps wrap it all together into like a 13 track project do we talk about his future listen i have a gripe i'll say it on record i don't care let's okay. go so after this album um I really, I decided I really wanted to see him live. Mm-hmm. So I decided to check, you know, what are his upcoming tour dates? And he's opening for Brent Fias. Is that how you say his name? Listen, I'm angry. <laughs> you want to see him in a more uh, rowdy type of situation? Yes. You want to see I him just at wanna, a- Well, first, I just want to see him by himself. I wouldn't mind that. Or I wouldn't mind him in part of like some larger, like more up and coming artist showcase or something. I wouldn't necessarily mind that either. But not I'm not about to pay more than twenty bucks to see him open for somebody who sings (laughs) about girls. (laughs) See, I don't I haven't I'm not gonna like the I don't listen to all of Brent Fire's music on a regular basis, I but I, I've heard plenty of Brent Fire's before, and I feel like there's going to be a good Venn diagram in there of who people, is in the middle. Who is this person? People with eclectic tastes, people who like violence and love. There's a lot of us out there. <laughs> 
I like I like <laughs> we exist Man. in the world. I like violence so and like love. So like William Shakespeare? Sure. Like, why yes. not? Absolutely. <laughs> why not? This can happen. This can work. I mean, because it's not. I mean, it's not like Brent Fires is boys to men. No. Like, it'd be different if it was like, okay, you're gonna put me with like. Al Jarreau and NWA, like I don't. They, okay, now it's weird. Like now it's weird, but I feel like I feel like they can find a common bond. I'm just saying it's a really tricky balance. Once I saw um, Miguel, Future, and Drake on the same bill one time, and I thought there would be more of an intersection. But when Miguel hopped off the speaker to land on a split, I was like, oh, there's no intersection. Uh, <laughs> Future would never. Future would never. Future and Drake just kind of ran across like the stage like it was they were doing fucking basketball drills and shit like that. But like Miguel was trying to be like Sly Stallone. And I was just like, this lineup shouldn't have happened. How did that even happen? What, kind of exactly what, kind of what kind of show was this? Were you it was a, super early. It was Miguel, like Miguel, Future, and Drake on the same. I mean, it's, oh, get no. how you live. I mean, that, that's. That's, and that's an amazing oh, bill no. for like the quality yeah, of artists that you're getting. Deal. Oh yeah, but like, but damn, it I would a little awkward. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Just seeing it play out, I was like, oh, like this person who likes all of this at the same time, like, doesn't exist. Yeah, that's a Spotify playlist. Oh, that's what I need it. And that's a diss. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I need that in real life, but I will say I haven't seen Brent live, but I'm a fan of his music. Yeah, he does good stuff. I, I believe that the contrast here is going to be. A little bit of what you kind of get where you're just trying to showcase up and coming talent you know like brent hasn't broke all the way through but he has a hit with crew he's super popular on like soundcloud online like he has a fan base so grip's working on getting that so i see this as being like a great opportunity for him to not only exist within a space of someone that's young mm -hmm. and coming up but also just outside of hip-hop like Brent's not that far cry. I mean, he did the record with GoLink. I think if he does more features, we'll see how uh, his name can get around in different spaces yeah. in modern music. But I don't know, man. I think it'd be cool. I'm not. I'm just being bratty. I'm I know sorry. you are. <laughs> I don't love it because just, you're like these things matter. Like when an artist is coming up, like Grip really caught some attention with Snub Nose early on. So everything after this release is gonna matter. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, people yeah. are going to want to see him. Yeah, and once yeah. you get looked at, everything matters. Mm -hmm. So it's a good critique to wonder how is this gonna work, where this balance is gonna come from, and is he gonna benefit from this? I think he is, but it does beg the question like what does it look like mm -hmm. yeah what is it how does it how does it look when it's when it's when it's go time yeah, yeah for sure when for it's sure. go time i get mm -hmm. it freddie gibbs already got his tour going on Pusha t's probably busy i'm just i'm just Man. throwing out some suggestions you know grip and freddie would have been fire I, yeah saying. oh yeah that would have yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. been, been super fire that would have been tight I'm not mad at that at all, actually. <laughs> is it too late to call? <laughs> is it too late to call? Both Freddy of y'all And be like, yo, how yeah. do we figure this out? How just do we slide, get slide you a couple of days? Just a couple a of days. A couple of days, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Put, a, put an asterisk next to some of the days yeah. and just be like, this is a grip day, this is a grip like day. Like who, whenever someone day. gets sick. Like, okay. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Then grip could just like fill in yeah, when he's not in, on the shoot your shot tour. The shoot your shot tour. Shoot your shot tour. Like Benny needs a couple days. Cool. We gonna just yeah, tag yeah, yeah. Boom, come in here, That's tear right. this shit down. Right you know fast. what I'm saying? But it yeah. should be cool. I'm interested now to see how the um, the visuals come together. Yeah. For this album, this is it's cool knowing how so many people are getting hip to you now. Mm -hmm. You know, Porch was dope, but Porch 
only got they only got around so many people right right but now obviously the doors have kind of opened up a bit more so like what you do visually what you do uh what's your next job like everything is elevated now mm-hmm. so it's a great place for him but also like that's that's pressure yeah no now it's really time to work and i think um like one of the things that i was telling him was that is if is dope because i told him i was like i probably searched grip snub nose on google and twitter more than he does <laughs> because i just want to see what yeah. people are saying just to see that's, where the, that's how you know you like something oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When you, you like something so like, much just checking up on the whole i'm just checking up this let me just see what do you what, Look, what are people i need to know what other people are saying about this thing. i absolutely need to know i wonder it's, it's urgent for me to know what other people what are saying. was the last time i did that for probably <sighs> igor I was like, this mm. album is so different. How do other people feel? Right. How do I, how I are you receiving like, this? 10 minutes and then I stopped. <laughs> it was like, all right. Because I, like, I don't like y'all opinion. Y'all. <laughs> Everybody's opinion. <laughs> that, that tends You're to like, be my why way. did I care in the first <laughs> place? <laughs> I always do that shit to myself. Like, oh. I'll get revved up. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what other people think. And then I'm like, I don't. Like, I don't. Uh, this oh, is, this is it's not like, it. not y'all. Not yeah. I'm yeah. the other people who I, I need, like. I need like a particular filter of people. No, but it's cool because outside of outside of Ebro posting the Instagram thing, like this is a this doesn't feel like one of those. And Jinx, I think Jinx tweeted something about the album as well. Okay. And um, but it doesn't feel like one of those industry plant things where it's like everyone is tweeting about this thing yeah. because everyone has been like, like we all got touched this, and glamoured. Like we all got by, the same email. Yeah, everyone got the same email or everyone like, knows nah. this person's manager so everyone is going to do the manager a solid and post this shit on every. It's going to, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not one of those. It I mean, you, like, you, you met Tig. Right? Yeah, I met Tig. His day to day. You haven't seen Tig out? No. Like, no, 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 no. These, are, these are guys who are that new. Yeah, and they're just on the grind, just out here trying to get it. And the response they're getting is, from what I can tell, I mean, Twitter isn't scientific or anything, but just (laughs) seeing what people feel. Here's what it is. Twitter isn't a a scientific research method, but I think it is a gauge of what you just said. How excited are are you excited enough to go to Twitter to say something about it? Facts. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much all you're getting. That's the the information that you're gaining. Mm -hmm. It might not be everyone. It might not be deep as far as you know the age of the person and analytical yeah. to that degree but there's something to be said about you took whatever time it was to open your app and type about this album and say something to this artist about sure. this and that counts mm-hmm. for something yeah, yeah. honestly does. and people seem to be enjoying it on just a really ground level like and with the same amount of surprise that we have at this table like yeah. holy shit like who the fuck I, is this and I what is play this? on this and like it blew my mind Everybody yeah. I sent this to said either one of three things. The first one was, I only listened to two songs. What the fuck is this? Like, this is crazy. I'm only two songs in. I only ran like one of them back three times. Okay. Or, I really got to listen to this because you're the fourth or fifth person that's told me to listen <laughs> to this fucking album. Yes. That's a good reaction. <laughs> or, I've never heard of this person before, but if you're telling me to listen to it, I'm going to listen to it. And then they hit me back at some point, like, oh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the reaction has just been, I'm not alone, and I'm glad I'm not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not on my island by yourself. I'm not on my island by myself saying, yo, this is dope. And I'm like, yeah, all right. That is always a good feeling, because sometimes you like something, everyone else is like, oh, no, bro. Yeah, and you don't need other people to like it for you to like it, but when you want to see something do well, 
you want to know that other people are appreciating it, appreciating it in some Absolutely. form or fashion. Especially when you're excited. Yeah, when not, you're excited. Not yeah. because you're invested. Yeah. You know, some things do well because people need them to. Like, you don't need grip to do well. Right, yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah, you yeah. like it so much, you want to know, like, oh, my God, are people hearing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is everyone like knowing That is this. a testament. Especially with how crowded the marketplace is. It's like, yeah. y'all could be listening to literally anything else. Literally anything else anything so and a lot of the shit that you're listening to probably isn't as good as this so listen to uh, this <laughs> so listen to this is, there, so, so listen to this like sardines or whatever <laughs> you've been waiting for that no i haven't yes, have. <laughs> no, no you did not no, i was a, like what's a fish metaphor there's a notebook with the rap caviar i'm sorry here's all oh my god here's all my rap caviar She's been waiting that I have six laid months. I'm convinced. There's no way you came up without <laughs> the cuff. It was just too easy. Like, no way. You know how long I would have prepared something like that? I had to wait <laughs> in the shadows <laughs> to drop that bomb. Well played. Well played. I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate you listening to the Something to Say podcast produced by Michael Saba out here in the SWATs. Um, in case you didn't get the memo already, uh, please go check out Snub Nose by Grip. And uh, if you're feeling generous, throw a couple bucks our way at patreon.com slash something to say.